good afternoon. We just finished another great Ask ACES chat with some of our experts from the Department of Agricultural and Consumer Economics. We have Gary Schnitke and Jonathan Coppice here today with us to talk about the Farm Bill. Believe it or not, the Farm Bill impacts many areas of our lives, regardless of our connection to the farm. With sections including commodity programs, disaster assistance, conservation programs, and nutrition programs, the Farm Bill's reach extends to many unexpected spaces. Thank you guys for joining us today and sharing with us a little bit um, about the Farm Bill and some of your predictions and perspectives on it. To get things started, um, could you tell us a little bit about your background and why you have interest in discussing and helping educate others about the Farm Bill? Gary, would you get us started? Sure. So I've been involved in Farm Bill and Farm Bill education since I've gotten here in 1998, beginning with the 2002 Farm Bill. What I've mainly been involved with is helping farmers make the decisions that result from the Farm Bill, and then prior to Farm Bills, looking at some of the alternatives that uh, relate to crop insurance commodity programs. And this is Jonathan Coppas. I uh, work on law and policy, mostly here in, in, in the Department of ACE. Uh, my background involves about eight years spent in, in Washington, D.C., in which I worked in the United States Senate on the 2008 Farm Bill and this most recent 2014 uh, Farm Bill, as well as some implementation work uh, at the USDA. Great. So could you start off, Jonathan, and just tell us what is the Farm Bill? Sure. It's frankly a bit of a misnomer. Uh, we think of the Farm Bill really as a food security bill. Uh, it's it's a legislation that we work on about every five years that authorizes uh, a variety of programs that help farmers, uh, that help natural resources and conserve natural resources, that help rural communities, research, federal investment in agricultural and food research, uh, as well as helping low-income families put food on the table through, uh, through food assistance programs like the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program. Great, thanks. You know, Gary, I'm not a farmer, so at quick glance, you know, I may think the Farm Bill isn't really for me and isn't anything that I need to be concerned about. But can you tell us a little bit more about who really is impacted by the Farm Bill? So the Farm Bill sets a lot of the federal agenda as it relates to food and agriculture, so it has impacts on on everyone. But some of the items that impact or may impact more the non-agricultural sector would be the food uh, security programs, the SNAP program, we also set research programs in here, so that will impact or research funding, so that would impact um, future technologies and food technologies coming from uh, from from our from our farm bill, and also the conservation programs. The farm bill will impact water quality as well. So, Jonathan, can you break down a little further? What are some of the programs that the farm bill includes? Yeah, well, there's a. It includes a lot of programs. I think some of the most prominent ones are uh, that it continues, it makes changes in the crop insurance program for farmers often. Um, Generally, we think a lot about the commodity support programs, so the direct assistance to farmers in managing risk, particularly from market and price risk and, and production issues. As Gary mentioned, you know, we do a lot, of, we do a significant investment in conserving natural resources on private lands across the country, which helps everything from habitat to soil erosion to water quality. Uh, we invest in rural development, rural economic development, and then programs in the research environment. And even uh, in more recent farm bills, we've, we've expanded to include bioenergy and bio-based product uh, investments to try to help spur that industry. So it has a very broad reach um, that goes well beyond the farm gate. 
So during our chat today, one of the questions that came up um, related to the provisions in the Farm Bill and which ones are the most relevant to Illinois. Gary, could you give us some insight on that? So Illinois is a large agricultural state with many people in it, so we're going to be impacted by many of the provisions. The farmers themselves will be impacted by the farm safety net programs and the commodity title and crop insurance. The food security programs will have impacts on on a large number of people in the state and obviously our conservation programs will cross a cut of farmers and and non-farm population. So while we're sitting in a room here with one of our experts in the crop insurance area, can you talk to us, Gary, a little bit about your predictions for crop insurance under the new farm bill? Uh, What changes do you predict and foresee? So uh, crop insurance is a going to be a focus this this time around as as it as it has been in the past crop insurance is becoming more of a focus because it's becoming a larger program at least relative to the commodity titles at this point um, it's difficult to say what congress will do to the commodity title program but farm groups in particular view crop insurance is very important and are going to all efforts to protect those crop insurance provisions. So Jonathan, let's talk a little bit about cotton. How is that going to be treated in the farm bill and how do you think that will affect our Illinois farmers? Well, so that's a a tough question and obviously Illinois is not a cotton state or a cotton producing state, so the the direct impact is is harder to tell at this point. What we know is that uh, that some of the support for cotton farmers was removed uh, in the last farm bill because of a a trade dispute with uh, Brazil. And so now there is a a significant push from the industry to try and find, uh, uh, to to increase the assistance or get additional help uh, through the farm bill back through the, what we call the ARC and PLC programs. We don't yet know how Congress is going to treat that. Uh, It's certainly a a priority for members from uh, cotton producing states. And from an Illinois farmer perspective, and one of the reasons why it's an issue for Illinois farmers is that we have a limited amount of funds that are available for this farm bill, and that's always been a challenge when you try to write the bill. And it's going to be particularly challenging as we try to add spending for one commodity. We're going to have to cut somewhere else, or Congress will have to cut somewhere else to make up the cost of any of those additional funds. And so from an Illinois farmer perspective, uh, one of the things that a lot of them are watching out for is exactly how helping cotton may hurt programs that, that help Illinois farmers. And so we're we're watching that closely and trying to understand exactly what the request is from, from that industry and how it works in the bill. Now, Jonathan, about a year ago, we were sitting here talking about water quality um, during another Ask ACES chat. And so I feel like a little deja vu that we're here again. But talk to us a little bit about water quality and what programs does the farm bill um, have that will impact water quality? Yeah, so, so the most direct impact on water quality issues, uh, and, and this has become a very big topic in, in the state of Illinois as, as the state looks uh, across industries to try and reduce uh, nutrient loss into waterways. Um, and one of the big ways the Farm Bill uh, contributes to that is through the conservation title. So programs that help farmers uh, adopt conservation practices on working lands on, uh, and, and reserving lands through CRP and wetland uh, easement programs, all of this then can go towards helping reduce the nutrients we're losing from farm fields. And we really are watching closely how some of those different programs work, where the priorities in Congress, you know, where the funding uh, is going to go. Because for a state like Illinois, uh, the working lands conservation programs that go into uh, helping farmers on fields that are producing corn and soybeans but also losing some nutrients, 
there's a there's an important uh, policy there to help those farmers cut that nutrient loss and then help the state meet its goals across the board. So we've talked a little bit about how it's going to impact farmers, how the Farm Bill maybe impacts our bigger cities in the state. So let's talk a little bit about how the Farm Bill affects our small towns and rural communities. Gary, could you provide some insight? So there are portions of the Farm Bill, a title that deals with rural development and that funds various infrastructure efforts within within the USDA. Um, some of those have been in the past have dealt with a broadband internet access and there's also been some uh, efforts that have looked at uh, energy efficient sorts of uh, investments and again that is part of the farm bill. Another question that came up today in our chat was about animal agriculture. Um, it's been less of a focus in the farm bill in the past. Do you expect that to change or stay the same? Yeah, so uh, livestock producers get some assistance through the Farm Bill. Uh, there are insurance programs that work for them or that are designed to, uh, or policies for livestock producers. There is a, a disaster assistance program that can provide assistance, uh, for example, if you lose livestock to a natural disaster. Uh, so we expect those to continue uh, this time around, but but they are not usually the biggest uh, uh, battle, if you will, the biggest political issue going on in the Farm Bill. One of the things we know for certain about uh, about this upcoming debate is a, a strong request from the livestock industry to have Congress invest some funds in developing a vaccine bank, um, you know, because things like uh, foot and mouth disease would be just devastating to the livestock industry and would be devastating to the agricultural and, and national economies as well. And so putting some upfront funding into that investment uh, is a priority for the livestock industry and has been talked about. As in all things for a farm bill, we don't yet know how it's going to be paid for and sort of what programs have to uh, uh, be reduced to, to cover costs. So there'll, there'll be a challenge to that, but that has been one of the big requests we've seen so far. So what are the prospects for SNAP this time around? Can you give us a little bit of your perspective on that program? So SNAP is, a, is an important program. Uh, it is a large program in the farm bill. In fact, about 80% of the spending of a farm bill goes out through the SNAP program. Uh, providing assistance to low-income families for putting food on the table, right? So this is a program that, that helps uh, families eat or afford food, which is itself vital and important for farmers, given that we produce food. And so it is a, it's an important program. The prospects uh, are, uh, like a lot of this, they're unknown at this point in time. There's been a lot of pressure on this program in the past. There's been some pretty difficult battle, uh, political discussions and, and uh, debates, and we saw that in the last Farm Bill. In fact, uh, when the House... Uh, defeated a farm bill in 2013, it was largely over SNAP. And so it raises concerns about how Congress will treat the program and what it will do. And then, of course, if there are big controversies about changes to the program, you're going to lose votes and have a hard time getting through Congress. One of the things we do know uh, in recent years with the improving economy, participation in the program and thus the spending by the SNAP program has decreased and is expected to continue to do so. Other changes to it at this point in time are are hard to forecast given a lot of the political challenges and, and, and legislative challenges in Congress at this point in time. Earlier this summer, we had a really good um, Ask Aces chat with Craig Gunderson about that SNAP program. And so if you haven't had a chance to listen to that one, um, I encourage you listeners to check that one out as well if you'd like to know more about SNAP funding. Um, Gary, moving on, what are some of the changes that we can anticipate uh, in the new Farm Bill? Anything that you want to highlight as we get ready to wrap up here? So that is always the, the good question. One of the items that is going on in the backdrop of this farm bill is the need to be budget conscious and there could be continuing cuts to agricultural programs which would then 
put this in a budget cutting sort of environment. Um, other things that we know are, are on the agenda is what to do about cotton and then cotton would then if that if there are changes to the cotton program that would cascade into changes into other programs and there is always a continued emphasis on conservation and how do we address those conservation issues and all that again there's a fixed budget there that probably uh, isn't going to increase so all of these programs uh, have to occur within that budget so it'll be an interesting time. Jonathan what when will we know about the next steps for the farm bill? Well, certainly the, the debate is, has begun in Congress with hearings and, and initial discussions, and so we are watching it closely. Uh, this is one of those moments where we'll do a shameless plug for the work that Gary and myself and others, uh, Nick Paulson and, and others in our department do uh, through FarmDoc Daily. Uh, we will continue to write. We have been writing articles on FarmDoc Daily that discuss various issues, many of which we've talked about here today. We'll continue to monitor it closely and, and update as we go uh, through the Farm Doc Daily website and the Gardner Policy Series, where we focus specifically on these policy issues. So uh, we will we will be paying attention. So the, the more uh, you read those articles, the the more of the updates you'll you'll come across, and of course uh, through Congress and the news sources as well. I guess one other thing I wanted to check in with you guys as we wrap up here. You know, obviously here in the College of ACES here at the University of Illinois, we are interested in educating students and providing students with really exciting um, futures so they can take on some of these great challenges that we're facing as a society. Um, any thoughts or perspectives that you guys might want to share about students who might have an interest in ag policy and uh, possibly in careers doing something like you're doing? So there are many careers in agricultural policy and they're never going to go away because we will always have food and we will always have food policy um, obviously we are both in the ag econ department and the agricultural economics is a good background and one of the things that i would suggest that jonathan actually did was go up on the hill and work on the hill that's probably the best place to get a feel for the pressures and and all the things that go on in the the agricultural policy uh Area and they're always looking for bright young people to head, head that direction. Yeah, I'll just add to that that uh, there are just a vast uh, set of opportunities in farming and farm policy and agriculture and food policy across the board. Um, certainly, uh, Washington D.C. We get interns uh, every year. We we have we send interns to D.C. Some of them work on the Hill. Some of them work at USDA. Some of them work uh, uh, for interest groups and, and organizations that, that work on behalf of farmers or conservation uh, community and so forth. And so there's just a, an incredible set of opportunities for anybody interested in policy to do, uh, take some time to go out to D.C. with internships. And Gary and I are happy to help anybody that, w that would like to, uh, to try that out and see what experiences they can have and how that adds to their educational time here. Great. I think that's such a, a selling point for the College of Aces here at the University of Illinois is that our students really do get those great hands-on opportunities that um, not everybody gets. And so that's a, a real privilege that we have leaders like yourself and, and agriculture and agricultural policy specifically who can help connect our students to those future career opportunities. We just thank you so much for your time today. We know you guys are really busy, um, but there's tons of interest about the Farm Bill and what's ahead, and we just appreciate you breaking it down and helping us learn more about it. I'm signing off for Ask Aces. We hope you have a great day, and you'll join us next month. Thank you.